episode of Walk It Out with Jay and MJ post-vacation edition. I needed that vacation. I did too. I'm Jay. I'm MJ. Um, so today at the donut shop, there was a really hot guy in the back. I don't know where he came from. <laughs> did you go to the new one again? I went to, no, I went to the uh, the Jeff's in Indiana. So the Jeff's Bakery, yes. not the Jeff's Donuts. Correct. Okay. And I was just getting my, I was getting my, donut, and I was getting some for you, obviously, uh, as well. And this, I was just, I was just paying. This man came out of the back, and I was like, because I've only ever seen women work at this one. Oh, okay. I've only been to that one once. And he came out, and I was like, who, who, who this man? Hoppo, <laughs> who this man? I was like, who is this man? <laughs> who this man? And then I forgot I was in Indiana. I was like, I can't stare like that in Indiana. Come on, mm. you know Indiana, they don't. They don't. They're not out and proud in Indiana like they are here in Kentucky. I'm like, you'll fuck around and get uh, thrown to a basement somewhere. Probably this man with these tattoos. God damn. He was cute. Don't went to a basement. He was was real cute in the face. He was just smiling and just being nice. I was like, "Mm." okay. With an apron on. He's a blue collar person. He probably had donut sugar all over his hands. And, you know, he had to wipe his hands on his his apron when it got dirty. And And help him (laughs) clean his apron. (laughs) Here, let me vacuum that off of you. Uh, You know, you know. Well, hi, guys. Hello. (laughs) So today, we're obviously going to recap our New York trip a little bit. We have to. And he's going to be very judgmental of me about once, but yes, you I'm are. Not. Uh-huh. I'm not. Because I, 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 you I, heard I, it here. I've joked enough about that, and I, I really don't. I know you feel really bad about that, and I, and I don't want you to because it, it was fully out of your control. Like, I fully meant. Yeah. Like, I mean, now, now we're going to have to, la- we were going to talk about it, but now we're going to have to elaborate. But uh, we're, we're, we're going to add some levity to it. We're going to talk about our, our New York trip a little bit. Yeah. We're also going to discuss. Um, it, we're discussing a lot of non-TV things at the beginning, actually. <laughs> like, like we watched a couple of music videos. We, Roll we, the dice, we, see we what happens. To, to some new music that came out. We are, we are. I finally saw the Little Mermaids. We're going to discuss that a little bit. Okay. And then our party of three has nothing to do with TV at all. And then we're going to <laughs> review uh, Netflix live action original. Thank you for catching that. You're hey. Girl, I know. I, I this like ain't it. My first time at this rodeo. I don't been on this horse. Appreciate I, I'm it. I've been bucked <laughs> <laughs> by Donut Boy. Duck if you, but if only. Oh. If only. Uh, uh, One Piece. <laughs> that, we, we were leaving like, what are they reviewing? What's the name? Just One Piece. I don't need a two piece snack and a biscuit. Just one. <laughs> I need One Piece. Oh my god, I've never. Do you want white meat or dark meat? I would like one piece of dark meat, please. Hey, hey. Just salad. Just salad. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was, okay, it'll be in more elaboration, so but there was a restaurant thing, in yes, New York. First, so we're going back to New York. Yeah. New York. Yes, there was a restaurant. The title was literally Just Salad. So every time we passed one, we were like, oh, can I get some some bacon? It's just salad, girl. Like, it's it's like, okay, yes, what would you like? I would like a salad. Okay, um, but can I get like cheddar cheese with bacon and you know, like a cob salad type thing? It's just salad. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I get that. But like, but can I get like cheese and bacon? Like, like, like a co- like a cob salad is a salad. Are, are cheese and bacon salad? It's just salad. So like, so okay, so 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 you're so like, so there's a lettuce. Yes. And then like, but what other toppings do you have? Just salad. So do you have like like like, is it like romaine? Is romaine salad? But like, like, can I get a spring mix? Is spring mix salad? Okay, but like, do you have like grilled chicken? 
I don't see where they're going to get the point. It's just salad. Every time. Every time. Every time. That we, was like, we took it for a long time like, once. There are like eight different salad places in New York. Like there was, I knew that about were like sweet repetitive, greens. yes. I knew about sweet greens. But then there was also one, I can't remember the name, but I think it was like Mr. Salad or Chopped. <laughs> it was called like Mr. Chopped or something. <laughs> It was like, I think it was just chopped, like C-H-O-P-T. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, there are so many salad places. But yeah, it was ridiculous how many salad places there were, to be honest. But yes, we uh, we also went to a Broadway show. Which was really, really good. What did we see? Uh, Some like it hot. We were gypped a little bit, to be fair. Yes, I've told everybody. So we went, we chose this one because of the music, but also because there was a Tony Award winning artist who was singing. Joe Harrison. I'm a J Harrison. I don't know his last name is G H E E, so it's either G or G. But okay, yeah, he just won the uh, Tony for playing uh, Jerry slash um, Nadia Anita no, D- Daphne Daphne. Thank you. Yes. Um, but we walk in and we can hand our our, our playbill, and lo and behold, um, his understudy is, is performing that yeah, night. It's actually the whole the whole cast is different. Yeah, well, not the whole cast, but the main two guys. Like neither one of the ones who were there are there. And usually when you go to book these tickets, it'll tell you, like, if you're going to see a specific person, mm-hmm. it will say, hey, this person is not performing on any particular date. So I don't know if it was abrupt or what happened because I was like, well, that's disappointing. And then the two guys next to me were like, this, they said the same thing. And I yeah. was like, yeah, it's kind of. Even the couple next to me said the same thing. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Um, but don't be wrong. We looked like they a- killed they did the really show. Good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, we, we looked like a third gay couple because you guys, mm-hmm. we were sitting and like on my side was like. This these two uh, older white gentlemen who were obviously a gay couple, and then on MJ's side were two older gentlemen, white gentlemen who were obviously a gay couple. <laughs> so we were like just oh, the, the, sandwiched I don't, in between. You couldn't hear, but like all night they're like, "Sweetie, it's okay, sweetie." It's what, what do we come like? They kept the one I said sounded like Carson Cressley's laugh. All night long was, sweetie, what was that play we saw last week? Which one did we go see this time? Oh, we haven't seen this one yet. We need to go see this one next. Like know, They that, were making plans. That's the one thing I would, I would love about, about about New York, to be honest. Because to me, to me like I think about like a, like a like a nice Broadway ticket is probably like a good $130, $150. Yep. I think about like if I just didn't go out one weekend a month, I could go to a Broadway show once a month. Uh, even if you – like a, a nice one for like a Friday, Saturday night. If you went to a matinee – they're like sixty to seventy for some yeah, shows. Yeah, even cheaper. Yeah, but it was it was it was definitely a really really good show. Um, and then we, I mean, and we, we saw some sites. We 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 saw um, went to the Harry Potter store because you've never been. True. We Which the, oh, go ahead. I was like, like had to go. Like as big of a fan as I am, I had to go to the main like New York store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we we there was also a, a Harry Potter experience that you found. It popped up literally opened the day that we yeah for like not Thursday like Friday like the first full day we had in New York this. Harry Potter excursion or experience 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 yeah. just popped up and it was on my Instagram. They're like, come to Harry Potter experience. All of the props, all of the wardrobe, all of these little Very pieces cool. from the movies on display, explaining things you could do, interactive experiences. And your boy Jay is now permanently on their Instagram. I am. I am. For the welcome. sass. Because uh, I, 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 think, I think part of it is because I was wearing like a lavender slash pink kind of shirt and we were in the, they did a replica of Dolores Umbridge's office yes and also i think the, i think the social media guy clocked me as a gay like he doesn't <laughs> clock me i clocked him as well oh 100 yeah like i was like this fag and then he was like <laughs> hey, you know me and her i was like sure fag and he was like let's get it fag it and i was like sure uh but that yeah. whole conversation must have happened off away from me because yeah, i don't remember yeah, any of that i think the word fag is like something you don't know 
Well, I was going to say it's something you can't hear, but you just heard it. So, okay. Um, it's like a dog whistle. Oh, you just, you, you know, like your, 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 your gay sense was tingling. Yes. Twas, twas, twas. Okay. Uh, another highlight we spent $70 on lunch. <laughs> Italy was good, though. So, Italy is in. I was like, wait, what? I, I I have been so even so Emily remembers we had been to the one in Chicago, mm-hmm. but I think it's different restaurants a little bit. Yeah. So probably. we went to La Pizza La Pasta, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, my La Pizza was delicious. Yeah, my my pasta was great. We we got we got we got a couple of spritzes. Um, I looked up and I was like, we spent we spent more money on lunch than we spent on dinner last night. Like, but don't worry, dinner the night before was good. Yeah. Lunch was better for me. I will say that every, I will say for me, everything we ate the whole weekend was good. There, were, there was one, there was one thing that I really didn't like. The dollar fifty pizza slices. No, I didn't mind that shit. That was that was good. <laughs> that was moment. good that after was drinking good all night. But no, it was really. I, I hate to say it when we went to um, uh, Bar Primi. Okay. My pasta was just too salty. I couldn't even eat half. Of Which it. is amazing because mine was cooked perfectly. Yeah, I, it might, I mean, it never tastes, but it was just too salty for me. And I, I really didn't, I didn't like fully not enjoy it, but it, mm-hmm. I definitely didn't eat as much of it because of the fact that it was too salty for me. Well, so did you hear the our waiter talking to the girls who sat next to us? The, when they asked, like, what is your place known for? The dish I got is their, like, staple. So they're, they've refined what I got probably more. I should have asked him, but I, 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 I do usually love to ask questions when, when a waiter comes around. So, so the funny part, so the girls are sitting next to us and they're having the conversation. There's always a girl's night out. Their, their boyfriends or, or husbands weren't with them. And the girl on my side of the table was talking about, oh, yeah, whenever we go out, you know, blah, blah, blah. Greg doesn't want to sit here and order two different things and then share. He's like, no, I get this. You get that. You tell me how it is. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, girls get it. We, like, you order different things. You split them. You share. So you both taste. They both ended up ordering the same thing. Uh, I thought I thought I thought I heard them say that. I thought that was weird. I was like, you just had this whole conversation about sharing to try different things, and you ordered the same dish. Fucking girls. Yes. Uh, so yes, New York was great. I loved it. Food was good. Shows were good. Yeah, bars were. I, I actually really want to go back to um, was it Blazing Saddles? Yeah, Flaming Flaming Saddles. Flaming Saddles. Thank you. Blazing Saddles was actually a movie. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, let's pivot. Okay. To, I forgot all the things we were going to talk about. Let's talk about the Little Mermaid movie, you guys. This the live action one, which is one I have not seen yet. It's, uh, it is now on Disney Plus. I I saw that come out. I've I've been meaning to watch it, but and can, and, and, can, and can I say? Can I say? Go ahead. I don't. I don't. I don't know. If I had to rank it out of a ten, I would probably give it like. A six point five, and here's why. That's a lot higher than most people have seen. Because it. I do, I think, I do think that. Uh, what is her name? Is it Chloe? Oh fuck! I had her name in my head and I forgot it already. The girl who played Ariel, I think, did actually a really good job. I think she did well. I think every song she sung, I, I like the when, new girl. Yes, it's like Halle Berry. I think you're right. Yeah. Um. I think 
her the way she sang some of the songs, like her inflections, a lot of the songs were mm-hmm. really. Good. I like I liked the subtle changes she made. A lot. Okay, everything she did, I actually really, for the most part, enjoyed. Okay, I like Melissa McCarthy. I did not like her as Ursula. I I I didn't like it. I didn't like her like at all. Like I don't think. I just didn't like. I don't know. It just it just wasn't enough for me. Like I just didn't. She wasn't serving. Not to me, she okay. wasn't. I mean, maybe she was serving to the table next to me, but but to me, she mm. she skipped over my table. Gotcha. I didn't like. I just didn't like her. And then I didn't like that they that every other animal taught, but Flotsam and Jetsam didn't, which I thought was a weird choice. Those are the the eels. The eels. Yeah. So they didn't talk, and I'm like, why wouldn't you? Weird. Every other animal's talking. I did think it was funny that Aquafina was Scuttle. But oh. Aquafina can almost do no wrong for me. Aquafina's usually pretty on point. Yeah, with like, everything. She could do no wrong for me. Um, I Eric was grew on me, but I was like, this is the Eric we chose. So, and I told you the, the comparison before where this started that everyone when he's like singing his own song on the beach compares him to Zac Efron from High School Musical Two. Yeah, I, I do get those references now. Um, yeah, I, I will say the new songs they added. I don't know if they added to to the. I don't know if they added the Eric songs new. Yeah, but I don't know if they added. I don't know if those songs added anything to the movie. Okay, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Why were they there besides giving right. him something to sing? And there was a there was a real big plot change that they that they made that I really didn't enjoy. Okay, are you okay with me telling you? I'm not gonna get offended because I don't know if I'm ever gonna watch it. To be so honest, so what they did was, if you remember, like after the uh, after she gets her legs, she goes up top, and they're like, you know, we have three days, blah blah blah. And she's like, yes, 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 whatever, we gotta do this. Yeah. In this movie, they made it so she like forgot what her mission was. Like she knew who Sebastian and Scuttle and Flounder were, but she like forgot that she was supposed to like, like anytime like Sebastian would be like, "Hey, we have to like get you ready so you can kiss." She would like throw them out of the room or get mad or act like she couldn't hear them. I don't know. I was like, that's stupid and weird. What? Like almost like she had like selective amnesia, amnesia in that's a way. That's weird. And I was like, why would I go? What does this do? I go, I go, I'm like, to, here's it, it the makes thing. this 30 minute movie an hour and a half movie. Here's the thing it does it because the movie was an hour and a half normally. My, my biggest thing with that was like, you're so she, Ariel is so essentially Ariel is tasked, said, Hey, you have three days to make a man give you the kiss of true love. That's hard enough already. And you're mm. telling me that like now she doesn't remember she has to do it like that to me is just stupid. Like I was like that was that was a dumb plot. Well, because but the whole point in the TV or the cartoon one was she couldn't talk, so she couldn't explain right. what she was doing. Now they did make a change, which I did like. Is that all the mermaids have like like her sisters all have like little special powers, and hers was a, they called it a siren song, which I was like that okay. makes sense. I did enjoy like that little change of like it's a siren song, so it kind of like. Um, it kind of can, like, you know, sirens can manipulate. Yeah, so it, it when, draws the sailors. To, so yeah, I get it. When Ursula st- used it at the end on Eric, that's what she was using. She was using it in the in the, in the evil way of, like, uh, drawing him in and trying okay. to control. So I was like, that made sense. So there were definitely some small changes. Like, in the movie, like, it's he's like, we're getting married. In this, it's just an engagement party. Like, he's uh, like, we're engaged. So I was like, okay, that's kind of cute that they're like, if not married, it's an engagement party. And But it was, I mean, there, there were definitely some moments, but, uh, but, but it definitely was like there were definitely some choices that, they struggled. that I wouldn't have made. Yeah, so they struggled a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Disney hasn't really hit any of these 
live actions out of the park. I think the closest to me was honestly Beauty and the Beast, but I, as much as I love Emma Watson, I just think her vocals were strong enough for that movie. Emma Watson was good. I think Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. So it, it, when I was Aladdin a kid, I did not like. was it, when I was a kid, my cartoon choices were Beauty and the Beast first, Aladdin second, Hercules third. Mine was Beauty and the Beast first, Little Mermaid second. You don't have a third. I can't. Not, not, okay. Not, not. Um. So they've they've done Beauty and the Beast. It still says my as my first for the live action. Aladdin to me probably is my second live Actually, action. I don't think Cinderella was bad. Did a Cinderella live action? Yeah, Richard Madden was the prince. Recently, Rob Stark. It was it was it was probably one of the first ones, but you probably don't. It wasn't. I like, don't remember it. Yeah, and it had uh. Rose Leslie, no, I don't remember what her real name was, but she was in Downton Abbey for like a little bit. But yeah, okay, maybe I didn't. I haven't watched that one then. That one I don't think was bad because they're coming out with Snow White soon, and I never like Snow. Have you not heard about the press conferences this girl's been doing? I don't care anymore. Ooh, go look that up. Mm -hmm. The Snow White press conferences for like this girl is tearing into like. I never watched the the movie. It was terrible. Blah blah blah. We've changed everything. Why do we even need a guy? Oh, you're talking about uh, the girl who was on Wednesday. Uh, maybe i think that's what i, I think is I she think. the one who's doing snow white now maybe i'm on what's up Probably. go on keep on um but yeah i don't know it's on disney plus i would watch it but you know it's fine yeah um we were still going to talk about like some of the music we've listened to but I, i've only listened to it but i'm just going to do a, a really shameless plug as an annoying person of my age mm -hmm. to say that i really like olivia rodrigo's new album guts and I really enjoy Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's. Uh, oh, Rachel Zegler. Yeah, from she, West Side Story. That's who, I wasn't. I was thinking of somebody else. She apparently is is not. Well, the super Snow White, high. The Snow White story isn't like. There's not much to it. True, but she's like like I she's she made a comment once where it was like, oh, that's kind of rapey, like on a red carpet interview. Okay. Like just like about the movie and just this shit talking the movie. Oh, because he he kisses her without consent. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but um, and also Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's Bongos, I fucking love it. It was a good song. I like WAP better. WAP was WAP was giving you dirty. I Bongos Bongos is giving you Bongos. Actually, I wish would have come out like a little sooner because it could it could honestly have been like a summer jam for me. It could have been, but I still think but, I like the song of WAP better. This one was just like I like the fact this was like simple because the beat is just like ba 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 ba, and and, and it's just like the vocals over it, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, but it was good. We just yeah. watched it before the show, and it was good. Yeah. Uh, so, party that three. That was kind of fast. Yeah, party of three. Uh, I, we, I, um, MJ and I were gonna get in a fight on the phone, and I figured it'd be best to save it for the air. Uh, so we were on the phone and I was eating some cereal and yes, I had the phone on speakerphone and it was next to the bowl. So every so often he heard the clink clink of the spoon. Yeah. You, you was, you was like, like, like you was over there trying to whisk some shit. Like I was like, <laughs> like with that loud ass spoon, like just clinging and clink, 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 clinging. I was trying um, to get the last little bits out. Like he's like, please suck. Have some more. Like just beating the fuck. Like, like he's running a cup across the, the prison bars or something. Wanting more food. Like I was like, <laughs> dude, can you chill? It's cereal. Um, Go on. So he was eating great, great grains, which you know is basically just like uh, wheat reeds and twigs. Ugh. I'm gonna bring a picture up. I'm gonna and, show you and, this and, is. And, and acorns that were foraged outside, uh, and you know, like that—that's what's in it. And grass bits. 
Great grades. I know what it looked like. It's it's basically grape nuts without like. It's that. Look at the twigs. There's basically twigs and sticks okay, in there. Okay. Okay. Um. Go on. But yes. But uh, so we. I was like, what are your favorite cereals? And I know they great grades. So we're gonna do our favorite cereals. Our top three favorite cereals. Okay. Like and it can't be like when I was a kid. It has to be like like now. Like what do you like? What do yeah, you? Yeah. If I will go grab some. Yeah. Okay, but we're gonna do this in top three forms. So we're gonna start. So at the it bottom. has to be in order. I think we should be in order. Okay, no problem. So for you, what would be your out of your top three? What would be number three for you? Frosted Flakes. Ew, really? Yeah, I like it because it makes the milk sweet afterwards, and I can drink the sweet. I mean, milk. a lot of stuff that does that, but okay. Ew. Okay, what's yours? Oh, I'm thinking about... Fr- oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to have that reaction. I'm just now thinking about... I'm, thinking about fr- I'm trying to like... The last time I had a Frosted Flake, <laughs> I was probably like eight or nine. Those are just too sweet. Aren't they? That's why I'm, I don't eat them that often. Okay. Go on. What's yours? Um, uh, I would honestly probably be Razor Brain Crunch. I love Razor Brain Crunch. And that's not a fun one. Now with two scoops. That's like the original Razor Brand. What is it now? It's just there's Razor Brand and Razor Brand Crunch. Razor Brand Crunch has the sweetened flakes with like the, the the clusters, like the granola clusters and the and the and the raisins in it. I love Razor Brand Crunch. That's practically what I'm eating. What are you talking about? It's literally comparing it to what I was eating the other day. What is that? Great grains, Razor Brand Crunch. First of all, Razor Brand Crunch is a Kellogg cereal. What are you eating with Post? Who eats Post cereal? Oh my God. Secondly, overly critical. Raisin Brand Crunch doesn't have twigs and berries in it. Like it doesn't have sticks. It has mulch. I'm gonna go with mulch. I know it probably does. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't have wood chips in, in it. Like you know, like <laughs> great grains. <laughs> it's like we 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 weeded somebody's garden and put it in a box. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that's what uh-huh. we did. <laughs> Uh, so what is your second favorite cereal? Uh, great grains. The one I was eating the other day. Really? I I like it because it's got the granola. It's got a little bit of a sweet from the, the um dates and the raisins. It's got a nice crunch it's to it. It's got dates in it? Ew. Yeah. Kind of, you guys, this, it this, keeps this me is, regular. This is like, this cereal is not good. Like, I know it's not. Like, the box isn't even cool. I just ate the last of it. I was I was going to give you a sample. I ate the last for breakfast this morning. I don't eat sticks for breakfast. Okay. Mm. What's your second? Uh, honestly, my second is corn pops. I fucking love corn pops. Corn pops? Yes, I love corn pops. It's just corn a simple pops? sweetened corn puff cereal. Like, it's so good. Ew. And I like that, like, they last in the milk. Ew. What are you talking about, ew? What is, what is wrong with you? I love corn pops. Corn pops are so good. And they're not too sweet. Like, they're like, and they last. They last in the milk. Like, they don't get, like, super soggy really quickly. I love corn pops. Oh, those are regular shapes. <laughs> just nasty. It's better to eat twigs and shit. It's better. It's better than, than get that, going outside and getting a handful of like taking a scoop into your own garden and throwing it in a bowl with a date and, and, uh-huh. a, and a couple of sunmade raisins and then calling it a fucking cereal. Uh huh. So what's your first? Uh, I do. Better, it, 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 and there is a correct choice. There is a correct choice. Okay. That's a lot of pressure for you, but it is a correct choice for number one. I have I have to bite sparingly, and here's the thing. Because I'll eat the whole box, and I have to eat it without milk. I'll eat them like in, but it's fr- Fruit Loops. Oh. Wrong answer. What is yours? Smacks. It's, it's Lucky Fucking Charms. I don't like the marshmallows. I love Lucky Fucking Charms, you guys. I don't like the marshmallows. 
Did you say what? Did you say gold smacks? Yeah, I was. I, I, was, I do remember if, gold smacks. If though. you if you had said gold smacks, I would have walked out I didn't of this like room. Gold smacks. I ate them before, Ugh, but I did no. not like them. And do you know what? You know what a fucking trap was? Kicks, because like yes. those commercials were like kid tested, represent like kid tested, mother approved. I'm like these kids are really eating the fuck out of this kicks. And I remember mom buying. I was like, where the fuck is the sugar? Like what? <laughs> like what? This is the blandest. This is. I'm basically eating cornflakes. What is nothing. this? Have you had them before? Yeah. Were you also disappointed? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was well, like, so, so smacks, like, so whenever we'd go to, like, on vacation, my dad would always buy, like, the little, like, as a dad would back in the 90s, he'd the buy, box, like, the, the little, yeah, but he'd buy, like, the, the, like, assorted pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And smacks always had one, or not smacks, but the, um. Kicks. Yeah, kicks and smacks, I think, both had, like, one in yeah. there. And I would be like, I ain't eating the kicks, so I tried the smacks once, and I was just like, what the fuck is this? I didn't mind smacks. I would, I would rather have golden smacks over kicks. Ugh. But then there was like like there was also like I'm surprised if you like Fruit Loops that you didn't like Twix. Do you remember Twix? I don't the cereal. It was the one that was kind of like a Fruit Loops, but it, all the fr- all the stuff was shaped like like fruits. Mm. And I think it had the I think it had the rabbit. Oh yeah yeah yeah. As the mascot. Okay, I remember that one. Yeah. I I used to also do the um the Apple Jacks because apple cinnamon. I do. Apple oh Jacks. My God. I forgot. Apple Jacks was Apple Jacks actually top tier. Apple Jacks is, is Apple Jacks is top five. Yes, it is. It is. But You're it's very like, correct. But Fruit Loops, just because you have the variety of flavors, I had to go Fruit Loops. I don't need that. No, Apple Jacks. I agree. Is it, is definitely a top tier, top five cereal. Yeah, I love some Apple Jacks. I forgot about it. I don't eat any of the. Actually, I really enjoy Honey Nut Cheerios too. See, Emily will get those and snack on them. That's like a, that's like a top five to me because it's not too sweet, but it's also Odie. Did you ever do the cinnamon toast crunch one? I don't like those. It wasn't great. I have to admit. I don't like those. I love some cinnamon toast crunch. I love French toast. I don't like. But I don't no. like French toast crunch. I don't like the one with the cookies, cookie dough, cookie, 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 oh, cookie crunch. Yeah. I didn't like those. I didn't like the rice krispie treat cereal. No. Um. I don't like rice well, krispie. If, if you're gonna buy rice krispie treats, you just make rice krispie treats. Right. Um. I think I used to like honeycombs. See, here's the thing though. I'll buy cornflakes, but I buy it for breading. I don't eat them. Right. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't choose Lucky Charms. I don't like the marshmallows. I think that's a fucking problem for you. Is it a problem for me? Really? It is. I'm okay with it. Do you like Honey Butcher's Votes? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's not like top five, though. But it's like in the top ten, maybe. I really want some fucking Apple Jacks. It doesn't sound bad at all. It doesn't sound bad at all. Okay. Well... Stay tuned for this week's review. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. As we said at the top of the show, we're going to be reviewing Netflix original live action One Piece. I said it better. Not you two did. piece. <laughs> Not to be confused. All right, all right. Let's 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 play our game. Two piece and a biscuit. I'm gonna let you do the description and see how close you get to the IMDb description. Okay. Um a an aspiring pirate um builds adventures while building a crew in search of the one piece fortune to become king of the pirates. You hit everything in here just in the different order. Oh. In a seafaring world, a young pirate captain sets out with his crew to attain the title of Pirate King and to discover the mythical treasure known as One Piece. Yeah. You you literally hit everything. Yeah. Um, That's what I do. <laughs> but let's let's jump into... It's what I do. 
obviously, it's another live action animated adaptation, manga adaptation that Netflix is doing. Which I think this, I think this is only the second one, correct? <laughs> With the first being Bomb Bombay. Uh, Cowboy uh, Bebop. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, they've done Full Metal Alchemist. They've done Bleach. They've done a Running Kenshin. They've now done. Okay, Cowboy calm Be- down. Jesus, you could have just said no. God. <laughs> I scoffed. I don't need you to belittle this as examples. I think this is like the sixth. Okay. Um. But yeah. So expectations. I don't know think about this, you guys. I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know from one piece to two pieces to three pieces. Like, I don't know. So, so here and this thing. This is my anime that I've spent the most time. Reading, rereading, watching, and like watching lore and like predictions on. Is it? It is. Cool. Um, I'm no expert. I'm not going to claim that I am. There's so much to do in this world and so much to keep track of. I am by no means an expert. But expectations are low generally for live action adaptations from Netflix. I would think live action adaptations, as we evidenced earlier, in general. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's jump into cast and crew. Sure. So, uh, our main character, who is destined to be king of the pirates, is that's the that's his goal. Monkey D. Luffy is played by a new coming actor I've never seen before. Uh, Inaki Godoy. 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 Yeah. Um. So if 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 I were to describe Monkey D. Luffy as yes. a character, yes. I would say that Monkey D. Luffy is a is a. It, I would say he's an eternal optimist. Yes, he is always looking at the bright side. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's him. To he me. he's permanently happy. I don't want to say permanently because there are definitely some moments. But like, like he he stands up for his friends, but like his he's very optimistic. That's that's why I said eternally optimistic. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, next up is Emily Rudd, who plays Nami, the navigator. Yeah, Nami is. Uh, I'm giving a shorter explanation to the people that you can, you can you can fill in if needed. Yeah, Nami is just Nami is like a professional thief. Yes, she pillages. Yes, she's like uh, Riku in Final Fantasy X. You know, she's a pillager. Yeah, she's close enough. Actually, she, I think she has orange hair too. Um, I think we're blonde. So with Nami, the big thing is. She is very she's she's more self centered. Cynical, yeah, but she's more self centered than some of the other ones. Like she wants, and she's all about the money. Like everything in the in the comic book, if you lose a dime, she will freak out. Like she wants the money. Mm-hmm. That's what she cares about. Um, our next character and crew member, I'm not even gonna be able to say his real name, but it's a uh, Warnor Zoro, played by Rowanoa Zoro. Uh, McKinney, you? I I guess. Now, let's talk. Now, this isn't my type of man. But. But with them three swords just hanging out on the side, I was on board. I was on board so, with Zoro from the beginning. Like, he came in with that, with that dumb green haircut. I was like, whatever. But you know what? Zoro, we could try something. So you know, there, there's you know, a just like you know if you just give me some time, give me like a few moments. We, there, can, there, we can make you the greatest swordsman, sir. We can do that. There's a All really you gotta do is practice. There's a really funny image. So from the comic book, the comic creator, he does occasionally some like, well, here's what they'd be like in the future, and he tells Zoro would continue to learn how to do different sword styles. 
going on to like four, five, and six. So someone was like, where the hell would he put the fourth one? And it's a picture of him just clenching his ass cheeks around a sword, holding it up in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, that, that, and I think that that's kind of that's kind of funny because in in the show itself, he does have three swords. So so he is aspiring to be the greatest swordsman in the world. Yes, uh, but the reason why the, the the butt clenching is kind of it's kind of funny because when he does, it's like how do you fight with three swords? You only have two hands. He puts the third sword in his mouth, which we only see twice in the live action. Right. Well, I don't know how that compares to the. Is it like every episode in the manga? The manga he does in almost every battle, like early on. Oh. So it's it's very constant. He's just like, hold on, clink into his teeth and just goes. Cool. Uh, and then this is a large cast. We really got to pick and choose. I, I was gonna do the like the the crew for sure. Okay. Uh, Jacob Romero, who plays Usopp, he's yeah. the uh, sharpshooter, the yeah. sniper. Usopp is is obnoxious. He's supposed to be, and one hundred percent, he's actually played down here in the live action compared to what he is in the book. Really. In the manga, so the and this was a, a choice. His nose is super long, almost because he always lies. So like implying like a Pinocchio kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Here they obviously couldn't do that. So, but well, they could have. Well, they could have. But in the manga, yeah, he's like the scaredy cat, always knees knocking, doesn't want to do anything, and then makes up lies constantly, and he's always over the top, screaming, whining. So they played him down and made him more palatable in this one i would think uh, he was my least favorite character if i'm being extremely truthful uh, he's he normally is for me in the manga in this one they made him better immediate eye roll uh and then we can go through like a few of the villains we have, we have one more crew member the chef oh taz skyler sanji now y'all now sanji when, when sanji came on board i was kind of like with that australian accent this man? Oh, i didn't notice that but there was a there was a there was a, that shirtless scene. I was oh, like, yeah, okay, Sanji Zora, I'm gonna need you to wait. <laughs> Sanji is going to cook me a meal on his abs, and I'm going to enjoy that. I'm also gonna give him a haircut because the hairstyle was not. I do love what I I do love something. I do there is something that's quintessential anime that I think. And, and and this is just for me from the outside who doesn't know a lot about anime. Yeah, but there is definitely something that is quintessential anime and it is like everyone has that outfit everyone has that one outfit and they don't change and like sanji is like that suit with the tie and yep. uh luffy is like that red vest with the jean it's like a the, red top with, with the blue with, bottle with, with yeah. the gauchos and, yeah. and the straw hat and nami actually i mean i think they changed nami, outfits once nami was the one who changed the most um but yeah i i think that that's kind of like always kind of a cute thing that they, 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 they just don't think that they don't care about. They're like, they're yeah. going to the same outfit. Cause it's exactly. Outfit. Uh, okay. So did a couple of the villains. Yes. We Who'd can talk you? about, uh, uh, boof, b- uh, buddy buggy. B U G G Y. Okay. Buggy, the clown who is a pirate. Um, he is a pirate who. He, yeah. he, so buggy is a pirate who's a little older. So like, all the crew members he's named are all, I think, supposed to be about between seventeen to nineteen. Yeah, and and, and so Bucky's a pirate as well, and he has a bounty. So all these all these villains have like, so he's just these are all people that that they come across. So like Bucky mm-hmm. is one who's who's a clown. Yep, played by Jeff Ward, who outside of that clown makeup is a hottie. Then we have, uh, I'm trying to find him real quick. Um, 
Captain Morgan was the oh yeah. Uh nope. Where is he? I don't see him. It was um it was um the guy with the with the gold eyes and the really, really big sword. Mihawk. Mihawk, he was sexy. Stephen Joan Ward. Wait, he was, is he What? What? Jeff Ward and Stephen Joan Ward. Are they brothers? I don't know. I don't know. He okay. was sexy. When he came on, I was like, who is this? With man? a shirtless. It wasn't even just that. I, I didn't even care about his. He, they all have dumb haircuts. His haircut was like, I was like, I don't even give a shit. Like, I love that. I love that big sword you're carrying. I even love that small sword you're carrying. <laughs> um, he was sexy. He was hot to me. But he was he was also like a villain who was a very wanted pirate. But he is, um, you know, so, doing jobs for the Marines. So in, in the comic book, um, the first kind of like true test of how strong you are, there are seven pirates who are employed as you said by the marines the warlords right uh yes the warlords and they're given amnesty so they can kind of do what they want because they help maintain the status quo and make sure other pirates don't get stronger Mm. and and do worse things so they're kind of like a safeguard um mihawk is one of those warlords yeah they don't explain that in, in there I, I guess they would explain it in, in, in season two yeah and were there any other villains i know there's arlong who's a fish man who yes. um is also one of those warlords who's played by ben kinley belcher the third yes cool cool and i feel like there was one more but i could be wrong so the only other one they kind of played as a villain who was like oh um was uh the guy with the with the, the cat guy Koro with the insert village the one where you meet Usopp he's the main bad guy the butler who keeps pushing oh him. yeah he was kind of cute too um I don't see him in a sinister kind of way he was only in two episodes he's not like high listed um but but yeah and then the other layer of this you all is with these pirates there's also the Marines Clahador sorry there we go Clahador which which are headed up by uh the Admiral Garp. He is the vice admiral. So he's the vice admiral Garp, who is, oh, he doesn't look cute there. Uh, um, yeah. So the Marines are the are basically the the, the law enforcement. They're the government of the world. Right. They're the military right. branch. The only because right. the world's covered in so much water. Right. Um, and then Garp is like the the, the vice admiral of 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 the Marines. Pretty uh, much second in command. Right. Which is where we also have we're also following the story of Co- Corey or Kobe. Kobe. Kobe, who met Monkey D. Luffy at the beginning and was under the charge of another pirate, and Luffy was just like, you know, dude, you've got to make your own choices. You've got to live your own life. Yeah. So Kobe ended up joining the Marines. So, and here is the here is the big complaint that I've seen a lot of people and I myself feel the whole Garp and Kobe thing that is a plot point in the manga. Okay. It's just not brought in until. If you wanted to kind of make an equivalent to what the live action, probably to like the third season of the live action, you don't find out any of that Garp relationship to what's going on or that Kobe's been training with him to a lot longer. So they just don't have them in the books. They do, but they like, like, yeah, like, like all the training he's been going through all this, like all that was made up. That's all done in the background. They just kind of say like, oh, by the way, Kobe's been in the military. It's like the equivalent of where you would be in like the third season if they kept doing the live action, they kind of just happened to say, oh, here's Garp, and he fills in with Kobe. And they kind of, like, give a brief, like, oh, I've been training for the last year and a half. Like, that's all they do. And then they have Kobe as kind of, like, a repeating character from that point on. So people are mad because they actually expanded on it? (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah, because it took away from the actual points that they missed from the manga in the first season. I mean, I think that's one thing that that, with that people have to get over with some, with some things. It's, like it's an adaptation. No, nothing is ever going to hit every single point. Like, you can't. Yeah. It is impulse play. All you can really hope for is that, for me, I would rather it be... I would rather, if you make adaptations or movements, I'd rather you be true to the characters themselves. Yes. I think to me that is first and foremost is the is the loyalty to the character itself. And well, then the story, I don't want to say the story is second. I want to say the story is, like the main story is also there as well, but you need to make points that are going to make it, you know, that are going to, I think if you do like a word for word thing, I think it's just harder to do that. No, and I agree. And, and I, I went in knowing, and you have to with these live adaptions, that it's not, again, it's an adaptation. It's not right. a shot for shot. The spoiler that the thing most people are complaining about is revealing how Garp and Luffy are, are connected. Mm. Like that is, that happens at the same time that they reveal a Kobe's been training. So like that happened so much earlier. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, okay, I get like, you still hit the point, but you hit the point really early. I think this show needed it though, because I think when you remove that, it's really just, I think when you remove that, and maybe that's the essence of, of, of this manga. I think when you remove that particular conflict, it's really just like, it's really a paint by numbers show at that point. It's like Luffy's like, Hey, we're going to do this. I'm going to be the greatest pirate. And oh, we have a villain. Oh, we're going to dispatch that villain. And the next episode, it's like, hey, I'm going to be the best pirate. And then they see a villain and they dispatch that villain. And then it's like, so I think they, I think at a certain point, you have to bring in, like, I think what they, I really think that what this, what this show was doing to me was they were cycling through all the characters and giving every character background so you knew who they were going forward. Like they did a really, I think, I think they, they really focused on Roanoa Zoro and, how he really kind of became who he was. They they really focus on Monkey D. Luffy throughout the whole series of how he became who he was. Yeah. Um. They talk about they 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 do Nami. Uh. They do a they do a little about Usopp. Uh. Sanji. Like they really do dive into these characters. I think they're like, well, if we're gonna do this, which is in the manga, to, all right. those flashbacks are in the manga. So we. So I think at that point, it's kind of like maybe we need to make sure that there is some kind of conflict that's going into season two. Well, and and that's that's the big thing is the reveal or the kind of like post credit scene where they were showing, which you didn't see because you didn't finish the last episode. I don't believe. Correct me. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you got to tell everybody that. There is. I mean, why, why you got to bust my head? <laughs> There's a scene at the very you end. Guys, look here. Here's the thing. Like, I could have finished it, but I decided to go show some pride and Louisville pride on last night, so I didn't have the time to finish. No. But you know what? You wouldn't have not been none the wiser if, if MJ Dan had just said that. Like, I don't understand why he had to say it. Like, he could have just let it go. Well, because in season two, they set up practically the next Garp. So it's almost like they're repeating, like, how Garp was the Marine who was chasing him through the East Blue. Now they're on the Grand Line. Well, they set up the next person who actually does chase them on the Grand Line. So they could have taken the first season and made a little bit more true to the story where it was just him collecting his crew members and kind of like, making the core five of them and then had that because it's what happens marine that constantly chases them into season two and three so basically what you're telling me is that you don't have any reason that's the why you just busted my head like that like there's no real reason for well, what if i had brought just, this you up just did, you just did it for fun if i brought this up you had been like what you just did it to embarrass me i did i just want to put you on blast Okay, I mean, as long as you fucking admit it. I'm going to admit it. I'm going to own it. Let's see how it's when you try and go somewhere later. See if all your tires work. Dang. 
thing. Check them brakes, bitch. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know the brake lines are. <laughs> I'd be like, can you cut brake lines anymore? Is that a thing? <laughs> is it a thing? It is. Remember how that was the thing? Like, that was the thing it actually was. It was like, oh, no, yeah. our brake lines are cut. And it's like, people just know how to do this shit? Like, we can just cut your brake lines? Or like, oh, no, my spark plugs are gone. Like, what? Like, where do they go? <laughs> like, who just like how do you get in and steal someone's spark plugs? Are spark plugs still a thing? Yes. Okay. I don't know cars. I don't know. Don't act like I know. Like I know the inside of a car. Okay. I barely know how to check the oil. <laughs> I don't know how to check my oil. Where is my oil? Oh my god! I got my oil changed the other day. Good. You need to keep getting it changed. I don't know where it is though. Do I know how to check it? No, <laughs> I do not. Um, but no. Going back to One Piece. But y'all heard all that, right? Yeah, y'all heard what he did. I'm just letting y'all know. So this show kind of reminded. Kind of reminds me. What? What? The, the, can I give you the vibes? Can I give you the vibes I was giving yeah. this? The vibes. The vibes he was giving me was Scott Pilgrim versus the World vibes. I'm gonna need you to explain. Have you not seen Scott Pilgrim versus the World multiple times? It like like, like with just like the over the top. Of, the villains were super over the top. Yes. Looking. Yes. And like like I think that aspect of it. Some of the fights were really over the top and really elaborate. Well, so that's, that's where I got. Like I just kept coming back to. Um, and not like exact, but it just reminded me of, of Scott Pilgrim versus the world, which I really enjoyed. And I will say that in this, this is one of those mangas where yes, the villains are villainy, but they, like you get to the point where like what you saw here is nothing compared to some of the things you see in the future seasons. If they keep going. Mamuki, God, I want more of him. What was his name? Zoro? No. Um, um, Mihawk. Oh, Mihawk. Yeah, I can just picture him like that man. You don't get much of him, to be honest. That sucks because he is he, one sexy piece of shit. So he's currently the the greatest swordsman in the world, and he that is Zoro's goal is to beat him, right, and take the title. Right. He has honor. Mihawk has honor. Yes. So I mean, so when we talk about the show itself, like I know, like I said, I I think, um. This show, I, I said earlier that it, it, it is kind of like a paint by numbers every episode. I do, I mean, obviously some of the villains like crossed over into like a second episode, like the like the Kara episode where, where, where they meet Usopp. That was obviously a two episode arc. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Buggy, who they met in the very beginning, continues throughout the series. Yes, uh, f- for the most part, and um, he does in the manga. I think Arlong was like a two three episode kind of thing. Yeah, uh, Mihawk was like one episode. So I, I think they they really where I think this show where I think some of the things that excelled for me was um was really in 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 full disclosure like really the first second episode I I, I fell asleep on. Now because I think I was just tired. I don't think it was because I was bored. I think I was tired. Okay. I don't think I missed anything. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I mean, I didn't. Okay. I, I didn't like. I, I know. I know. Basically, Monkey Luffy's whole thing. And it's the thing where he really like part of his thing was he really thought that as a kid, he was like, pirates are tough and blah, blah, blah. And his little mentor was kind of like pirates don't always have to be that way. So I think for me, what Monkey Luffy's goal is, he's like, yeah, I'm going to be a pirate, but I'm going to be a different kind of pirate. I'm not going to be a pirate that's going out, killing people and and, and doing all of that. I want to help the innocent. I want to, I want to, you know, am, am I, I'm a pirate in a sense of like, I love being on open water. I love sea adventures. I love, you know, hunting treasure. Mm-hmm. Like, 
like I want to be the essence of a pirate. I don't need to do any of that other bullshit. So, and I think that the, the way they told the story of him like learning that was actually really cool. I, I think I think where the show excelled the most was really in telling the background stories of some of their characters. Is what I'm saying. Sorry. No, and, and that I was can, a long way to get get there. I, I I agree, and honestly, this first season is called the East Blue, and I'll show you in a second because I'll show you how many comic books that's supposed to encompass behind me. Just take a wild guess. Oh, like I, physically? Yeah, like like it's supposed to be. Too bad we're not on video. You guys, we could just he could just pull it out and show it, but you know, it's it's yeah. <sighs> Um, Who's fault is that? But the East Blue As is... I'm looking up at the camera that's not here. It's true. Um, hold on one second. It is... Numbers 1 through... 12. So 12 comic books. Oh. So 12 comic books. Each comic book has about 6 chapters in each, which are about... 20 pages of animation and drawings each. So I mean, it's it's a lot of stuff of story they just went into and condensed into eight episodes. But I think twenty pages of animations isn't a lot. It's not like it, it can be like when you're doing a cartoon adaptation, it it goes into a bunch. But yes, it's I understand what they did. There there could have been since they added the Garp and Kobe aspect, which I did like. Mm-hmm. I feel like this could have benefited from being a nine to ten episode season. These episodes were all like an hour long. But to expand out some of the, like I could, like the hour long aspect of it all, that was so much longer in the comic books. They gave so much more backstory to Nami and what this was and really started introducing hour long. Uh, the Baratier, the like ship. that. So when you, when you first meet Mihawk in this, the live action, he's fighting that pirate crew. And he's like getting the call from Garp. Mm-hmm. That pirate crew is supposed to have been in the Grand Line, gotten out because Mihawk did do all that to their pirate crew, and they attacked the Baratier, which is what causes Sanji to end up going with um, Luffy because Luffy stands up for the Baratier without being asked, unprompted. He's like, "Well, yeah, it's your dream. Like this is someone's like world. I'm not gonna let him destroy it." So he defends that. And in that, so like they they cut out some backstory and some things that are a little different. But see, to me, I'm like, in the end, Sanji still joins up with the crew because Luffy helps defend the Baratier. So to yeah. me, basically, what that says to me is everything you just you just said. They we worked still, it in, we, in a different we way. Ended, we ended up in that same spot, so it definitely, it obviously wasn't needed. <laughs> that's what that that's what that says to me. It's like, oh, there's all this background, blah blah blah, because then that leads to Sanji joining Luffy's crew because Luffy stood up for the Baratier, and I'm like, well, without all of that, Luffy still stood up for the Baratier, so it doesn't really matter. So, and, 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 and I'm, guess, I'm, I'm I'm not belittling the writings. Obviously, I'm not, I'm not belittling the original works, yes. but I'm saying that like, if something like that didn't affect the outcome then I can understand why it was cut. But that this is, I guess this is my long-winded way of saying that it, this whole first arc, the East Blue, is all backstory for these characters. Because when you get further in the actual main story, you learn so much more about the corruption in the government, what the warlords actually yeah, do. So, you like There's so much more to it. They had to really give this in the books and what they did here, all of that backstory to these people because you can't really afford that time later. Yeah, so I think if that if that was the goal of the first set, then I think I think they accomplished that goal of really giving us 
of really giving us all of that background as far in into all of the characters. I I think this was a success, and and I I, I mean, let's jump into Bay of the Week before I kind of go into like what I feel about the show. Yeah, I I this 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 is one of those shows. This is another one of those shows that that's difficult to say Bay of the Week because there really are so many characters that it's hard to see who really 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 stood out. Yes, to me, um, I. I honestly, if I'm being very honest, I really do think that I honestly think it it goes to um Godoy in 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 Yaki. Yeah, in Yaki. I N A K I. Are you sure? We double check. I don't. I don't want to say it wrong. I mean, less respect the man. I N A K I. Yaki. In Yaki Godoy. I think it honestly goes to him because I knew. Oh, okay, I guess you're agreeing. Because I knew from me not knowing anything about about this series, about anything at all, I got exactly the kind of person that Monkey Deluffy was within, you know, the first two or three scenes mm-hmm. of him being there. I was like, oh, he's the optimistic pirate. And I got that from him. And he carries that through, like, the entire series. So I think, to me... That's why I think because I and, and not knowing I was like I think that he probably embodies the character like almost to a T from what I would expect. What do you think? Am I correct in that? You you got to the reason that I was going to get to is the fact that if you don't have a convincing Monkey D Luffy, you, who is the captain? He is the glue that really holds this crew together, holds the story together because mm-hmm. it's about him. If you don't have a convincing that the rest of this series, this the live action adaptation to me just kind of falls flat. Yeah, because he's he's goofy. Like he's like exactly. a, like he's he shouldn't he shouldn't that kind of character shouldn't work. Like exactly. I'm like I'm like you're a goofy piece of shit. Like you're a goofy motherfucker. It, so like and so, like but, but, <laughs> but like like in in the manga and he and he he does this so well. He's kind of like that like dumb optimist who like you look over and he's just like hmm, what's going on like but but he always somehow gets through and, and does what needs to be done. But yes, I feel like he, this character, Monkey Dude, was fully realized mm-hmm. with Inyaki. Yeah. And he did a great job. And 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 being that he was there from episode one to episode eight, holding everybody together, he hit the emotional points that needed to be hit. He really did bring Luffy to me to life. It, it was the center piece of this show. I liked it. Cool. Yeah. Um, as far as like a watch or not, I I would say yeah. I mean, I, I would I would say it's a watch. I mean, if it was I excited to watch every next episode? No, but I I enjoyed this type of show. Like like mm-hmm. I, I like I think the difference between this one for me and when we reviewed Cowboy Bebop last year was that I think this story was more easily told. I I, 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 I may think that the Cowboy Bebop might have been too deep or might have been too... It, it might not have It's just, too serious. I don't know if it's too serious. I, I just... I don't know if that story was convoluted. I don't know what the difference was. I do... I just think this one... And maybe it just comes down to maybe I just enjoyed this one better. Like, I, I, I did... Well, listen, there's a reason why this one's been going for 25 years. Okay. Well, 
I mean, there are definitely some things I don't like. Like, I, like, I, I, I like sometimes Luffy got on my fucking nerves because he's too fucking optimistic. And um, sometimes Nami got on my nerves because she's like, poor me. And sometimes Usopp got, well, all the time Usopp got on my nerves. The only person that got on my nerves was Zoro and Sanji. Because to me, I mean, well, I guess Nami's backstory is kind of, Usopp's backstory doesn't, 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 I don't understand how his backstory makes him like, his backstory didn't endear him to me. It made me hate him more. The whole backstory for him is I want to be a real man because he's a scaredy cat and he knows it and he's trying to make himself be a real man and and be a pirate like his dad. That's dumb. Um, but everybody else's backstory actually gave me like some insight in him. It's like, okay, now I understand why you're that way. Yeah. It's not so much. But um, but it is like, I did enjoy it. And I, I actually do think it it, it is worth watching i'd love to see how this how this unfolds unfurls if i may so yeah i, I can I'm tell you with, how it unfurls I'm, I'm going with watch um i i feel like in this and since your opinion is probably more valid than mine because again i just told you like this is my anime mm-hmm. and it's not like a dead set for sure like i'm gonna say yes watch but it's not like a fanboy like oh my god it's amazing like i'm like a 60 40 like it did better than expected so it hit the like you need to watch it because it is a good show but compared to what i was expecting like i didn't love everything Mm -hmm. some of the additives they decided to change and Mm -hmm. make differences like i get it you had to do this for this and this yes but i i am a fan of of what was produced here out of all the live actions you've seen on on netflix which how do you rank this one (sighs) number one this is easily the the best live action adaptation easily like like cowboy bebop to me which is a little bit less. Like they're very close. I still want that jacket that he had. Oh, Cowboy Bebop was great, and Cowboy Bebop is an amazing show. But it was also only. I mean, if you watch the cartoon, ten episodes, twelve episodes. Where, like I said, One Piece has been going for twenty five oh, years. I forgot about the one that I liked. I liked One Punch Man. But it's not. A, there's not a live action version. I know, but I really liked the one. I like, like Saitama. One I Punch really, Man is really good. I did like that one. Um, but no, this this was easily out of Full Metal Alchemist, Ronnie Kenshin, Cowboy Bebop. That man with that big ass baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not perpetually horny, you guys. I don't, I'm not. I swear I'm not. It's just the things that I remember. Like, didn't they have a man with a really big baseball bat? I think so. What do you like? God. But this this is definitely the best live action adaptation that still stayed true to the source material and did a good job in the different aspects or the things that they've changed i think he had like a red outfit and like a weird haircut too did that was a red i can't remember his name okay i think his name was like massive bat or something oh my god he sure is carrying it around that was our episode (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening everybody uh tune in next week uh when we regale you with more tales of the men that i think are fucking sexy (laughs) followed by prolonged silence and heavy breathing (laughs) I have to give him his, his when he brings these up. I just have to give him a moment to kind of get out of his system. I mean, I do. I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have dreams about Mataki tonight. What the fuck is his name? Mihawk. Yeah. I gotta keep his memory alive. Yeah. Here, so in the comic book, you have this big like opening. Here's who Zoro's like main guy he wants to defeat, mm-hmm. and you don't see him for probably ten years. Cool. I mean, I mean, it, it can't it can't happen that fast, you know. It's it's a lot of edging. Hey, make it gotta make it last when it's good. Uh, okay, guys. Well, we'll talk to you all next week. All right, bye.
You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And don't forget about Instagram, you guys, at watchornotpod. Don't forget you can support the pod by joining our Patreon at Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Talk to you soon. Thank you.